Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a promo for The Astrolic Explains. A podcast where I, Chris, a non-scientist, ask astronomy questions. And I, Alfredo, as the astroholic, try my best to answer them. So, Doctor, what are black holes? Why is Pluto not a planet? What's up with the sun's poles? Why does Jupiter want us dead? Is Betelgeuse going supernova? How is the universe going to end? Can we hitch a ride on an asteroid? Is there Chris, life- this is a 30-second promo. You can find The Astroholic Explains on all your favourite apps or follow at The Astroholic on all social media. Hello! This week's Patreon compliments go to Sam Considine, who is so generous he would always share his fries with you, and to Henry Murphy, who's the kind of guy who wants to see his friends, but doesn't want to fuck up the social distancing rules for the rest of us. If you want a Patreon compliment of your very own, you can go to patreon.com forward slash probably true and sign up. Another little aside, too. I know that the government is lessening restrictions on social distancing and quarantine and things like that, but please do continue to be mindful and keep your distance, wash your hands, wear a mask when you're around other people, and all the other things that are boring, but save lives. We are governed by idiots and bastards. We know that. We know it. So, don't immediately trust them when they say... The virus is over, it's okay to do whatever you want all of a sudden. Instead, please educate yourselves on the risks and the dangers while still having social interactions where it's safe and appropriate. The reason that I'm saying this, apart from, you know, generally protecting others as well as your own gorgeous selves, apart from all that, my mum's a nurse. And every time someone says, well, you can't expect people to social distance when the weather's nice, or lockdown's pretty much over, isn't it? It's all sorted. Or even, we've just had enough or anything like that, you make her and her colleagues' jobs a lot harder. And I don't like to think about the possibility of my mum getting sick because of things like that, but if anything like that does happen, I just, I want you to know that I will find you. Anyway, moving on. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. A mate of mine was on Instagram the other day, moaning about how he misses hotels and drinking at hotels and photo shoots at hotels and meetings at hotels and meetings at hotels and generally just trying to big up his rock and roll lifestyle. Well, I say rock and roll. It's more of an only and fans, but hey. Which, you know, why not? Good for him. He's a hottie, even if he is trying to be Carrie Bradshaw. But his aspirational post got me to thinking. You know, what do I miss? Weirdly, the first thing that I could think of that I miss was being annoyed by tosspots in bars. There's a place near my flat which is always, always too hot, too crowded, staffed by pretentious East London tosspots with stupid facial hair who are much more interested in talking and drinking amongst themselves rather than serving any customers their overpriced drinks. Every time I go in there, I get annoyed by how slack the staff are and how shitty a bar it is. God, I miss it. Oh, that was a nice little rent. I might not even need a wank later now. I'll still have one, though, obviously. Anyway, 
The other thing that came to mind is hugs, which might seem a bit weird, me being English and all. We're not supposed to be down with the physical affection and everything. It's a bit too foreign for our liking. I remember how much that was underlined when I went off to that German hippie retreat thing that I mentioned last year. There are all these beanbags off in a corner of the break room, and every now and then all these lovely German boils would just spontaneously all go over there and have a cuddle puddle, which is where they'd all just cuddle up together like a litter of puppies or something equally adorable. Part of me really wanted to join in, but there was another part of me, a lot more English, thinking, oh no, that doesn't seem right, it's not hygienic, surely, and besides, I haven't been introduced to their parents. Cuddling up to strangers is a suspiciously foreign thing to do. So I didn't do it. A couple of times I went and sat there and hoped a cuddle puddle would sort of happen around me. It doesn't work like that, apparently. Turns out, missing hugs and physical intimacy is a real thing. It's important to us as, you know, animals. This was hammered home, if you'll excuse the phrase, when I gave the hot homeless guy outside my flat some change. I know this was exactly the moment when I realised how much I'd been missing touch because he hugged me as a thank you for giving him £1.50 and I did not let go as quickly as he wanted me to. And it was really nice for a little while. Although when I got back home, my skin was really itchy. I spent half an hour in the shower with a wire brush and some Dettol. But apart from that one hug with a smelly guy, it's been upwards of 76 days since I've had any meaningful physical contact with anyone. And to think, back in the day there were times when I was sick of being touched and wanted to be left alone. Oh, how far away those days seem now. Well, not really. I keep reminding myself that I used to really hate it when people were constantly touching me, because I don't like being too warm and I don't like being touched when I'm warm. And if I was in bed with someone, they'd almost certainly be hotter than me and, you know, trying to touch me. And I'd just be like, oh, keep away. And I'd kind of shuffle away from them in the bed and then they'd follow me and end up being basically slow motion chased around my own bed by this human hot water bottle who's giving out more heat than a mid-sized power station. I think I'm probably not the only one missing touch, though, to be honest. I've been getting a lot of horny texts from guys I've hooked up with, some from fucking years ago, suddenly messaging me out the blue. And you can tell they've been slowly working down their contacts lists, going further and further into their dating and shagging past, just messaging everyone and seeing who responds. Because, you know, everyone has their A-list that they go to first, and then after a week or two they move on to the B-list that's like, yeah, okay, we didn't really get on, but he's still hot, so I'll message him. And then, after a month or so, the desperation starts to set in, and they've moved on to their C-list, or just trawling back to find that random guy they hooked up with in, like, 2012 or something, and they swap numbers but never messaged, and then suddenly it's all, Hey, mister, how you doing? I've been meaning to text you for ages. And I'm like, yeah, seven years. Off you fuck, go on. I've not got much of a sex drive at the moment anyway, so it's not like I'm missing out on much, luckily. I've found that with people I actually like, a bit of sexting can be fun. Although I've never been one of those people who goes for all the hyperbole. Like, we're gonna be at it all night, baby. Ugh, sort of thing. No. 20 minutes tops. And even then I get distracted or I might accidentally think about Boris Johnson or something else in the middle and then it might not happen at all. But, you know, it's difficult to say that kind of thing because too much honesty will definitely kill the mood. Speaking of things that are mood killers, if someone says, oh, what would you do if I was there right now? Apparently, the right answer is not, I would want to cuddle up with you, talk to you, feel your skin against mine, and maybe cry a bit. Oh my god, I'm lonely. Because you, you take something like that and you can just about hear the boner deflating on the other end. Oh, I've thought of another thing that's really annoying about being touched. When someone's like running a finger up and down your arm or your back or something absentmindedly. Sometimes I don't notice, or it's quite nice, and then other times it's the only thing I can think about and it's really bloody irritating. If that happens to you, my pro tip is say something. 
don't do what I do, which is overthink the situation so much that I don't say anything for fear of hurting their feelings and instead just kind of gently grab their finger to make it stop. Because a lot of the time they won't realise that it's annoying you and they won't realise that you've grabbed it to stop it and then they'll start doing it with the other hand or another finger and then you have to hold that one too and suddenly you're playing a weird game of whack-a-mole and twister where every time they start touching you with a body part of theirs you have to grab it with a body part of yours and kind of move around so they can't do it again and then they'll try with something else because they don't realise that you don't like it because you haven't said anything. Jesus, I'm beginning to work out why I'm single. But yeah, there's a sweet spot between not having enough physical contact and too much, get off me, leave me alone, Jesus. Everyone's thresholds are different, and that's why some people come across as super clingy and others are very cold and aloof. But I think right now, unless you're cohabiting with a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or a parent or someone that you can cuddle without any kind of awkward social issues, then we're all on the lower end of that. And we're none of us hitting our quota. There's a name for being deprived of touch. I mean, aside from touch deprived, which you think would do it really. But anyway, someone decided to take it up several notches and call it skin hunger, which really feels like it should be followed by, (laughs) but never mind. Although it did get me wondering how many times I've opened Grinder or hooked up with a random dude, not because I was actually horny, but just because I wanted to feel some skin against mine. How many times did I have sex with someone I wasn't into because I didn't know any other way to get the feeling of being held by another human? How much joyless mechanical sex do we all get through just because there's some physical touch involved and that's all we really want? Don't get me wrong, it's definitely possible to have great sex without it having to be deep and meaningful when both of you are in the mood and attracted to one another and there's a general vibe of fun and excitement. I'm talking about the other kind though, where it's a bit grim and you both just kind of grit your teeth and get through it and then immediately leave afterwards and don't make eye contact. I wonder how many of us, including me, I'm not special, lack the self-awareness to tell the difference between I'm horny and I want to have sex with someone and I'm lonely, or just I want to feel some skin against me. And if I can't tell there's a difference in myself, perhaps even notice that there is a difference between those two different states, then there's no way I'm going to be able to vocalise that to anyone else. Like I said, I struggle to say simple things like, please keep your hand still, or whatever, for fear of upsetting someone. So, would you mind not sticking that in me right now, I'd just like to cuddle, is going to be way too hard. It's like with food. Being stuck at home, I open the fridge 60 times a day, and I'm always surprised to find exactly the same stuff in there each time. And then, when I do go to put something in my mouth, I have to ask myself, am I hungry? Or am I just bored? Am I eating because I don't want to deal with some emotions? And maybe that's something I should try back when we're allowed to touch each other again. Maybe I should just start with asking myself, am I actually horny or am I just lonely? Do I really want sex or am I just hungry for some skin? And do I have any Chianti? That was probably true. The multi-award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. It was designed to remind all of my queer siblings that we are none of us alone. You can find links, transcripts of every episode, and all that good stuff at probablytruepodcast.com. If you enjoyed or found value in anything you've heard today, you can support the show on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.